0: 超不热
1: Welcome, Bienvenue, and welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end, or the longer end, of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Carelli, and with us again, Cassandra Fredrickson. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. And today, we're preparing to annihilate Minute 88, which begins with the area around the bar suddenly lowering like an elevator and ends with the booming voice of Bill Nighy asking for Gary King. Mm-hmm. What a minute! What a minute! <laughs> this is great. Um,
0: so, so uh, this <laughs> this this minute is literally just the elevator lowering for like a full minute, pretty much. But it's pretty cool. It's so cool. Yeah. No, this
1: set is amazing. I, I love this set. That's the thing is, it's a set. Yeah. It's so yeah. Watching it lower, just just that beginning part, it felt like a really cool, like no expense spared, like Disney ride. Yes, I was thinking that too while yeah. I was
0: because uh, of course I was. That's your brand. But, yeah, that's my brain. Like the haunted um, but mansion. Man. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. Um, that, oh, you want to hear that organ come it. in? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I love seeing the vats of beer with the with the um, network logo on them. Um, it's it's just like what a what a gorgeous set. It's so creepy.
1: The blanks. The the legion of blanks.
0: Yeah, just going going just like standing there. Um, it's uh, the portrait that turns into like a, a ship <laughs> a storm, the <laughs> storm happening. Yeah, of ship. course. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it's, it is, it kind of, yeah. It reminds me of the stretching room for sure. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what this reminds me of. I'm fairly certain the actual lowering of the, like the cir- circle mm-hmm. bit, the bar and the area around the bar that makes a circle. Um, I believe that that is a, uh, a visual effect. Um, that they've uh, that they've done here, but it's it's really good. I like the use of the visual effects in this movie because they're not obviously visual effects. It's all yeah. in that sort of David Fincher style. Yeah, of like, oh wow, I didn't realize like, how many of
1: how much of this stuff was visual effects. Yeah, the cast we were talking about how the the blanks they used like practical effects to generate the like eyeball mouth light effect. What right.
0: What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're wearing like they're wear- Yeah, they're wearing like uh, like sunglasses with lights on the eyes, and then um, a little a little like um, like plastic like straw goes into their mouth, and there's a light at the end of the straw. Um, and and so when they're out, out out of focus and in the background,
1: that's what they're wearing, and that's what's causing the lights.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: So, so it's a it's a so the the eye sees that it is a real effect. Like you're at, there's actually light coming out of their faces. Right. Yeah. And when you're out yeah. of focus, it really looks like that they're, they're freaking
0: blanks. Yeah. The only ones that are visual effects are the ones that are like, un, are like in focus mm-hmm. um, that you're like seeing in front of you. Those ones are, are visual effects, but any ones that are in the background, um, all of those, like the throng of blanks that are like running after Gary and Andy, like those are all um, uh, uh, practical, like little
1: sunglass things that they're wearing.
2: That's so cool. Man, if only this
1: had made like a little bit more money, we could have had – not a little. You know what I mean? If it had been like a sleeper hit, there's Uh a chance we could have had like blanks at Universal Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, man. Don't. Don't. (laughs) Don't give me hope. Don't.
0: Just don't. Um, Don't ring that bell. No, I think I would have been really upset because I wouldn't have been able to go. Because I wasn't near right. one when this came out. You weren't here yet. Yeah, yeah I wasn't here yet. So I would have been really upset, actually. Uh, <laughs> upset like I was um, with the Cabin in the Woods one. Oh, I bet. Yeah, oh, they had a Cabin yeah. in the Woods house, and I never got to do it because – Oh, you think Bill and Ted are going to come back? Uh, They've been talking about – I mean, it's canceled this year.
1: Sure. No, absolutely um, not. I mean, so, you know, like in the future.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um, I don't want to see Bill and Ted, like, beckoning us to the park wearing like, masks. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this slow lowering is really good. I love their faces of just like realizing <laughs>
1: how far this goes. It's so great. Cause it's kind of, it's sort of the heart of science fiction. You be it Lovecraft or like HG Wells, where you see the petty, it doesn't feel petty, but the mm-hmm. kind of small in the insignificant slings and arrows of mankind, mm-hmm dwarfed suddenly and absolutely by the curtain reveal. Yeah. Of like, Oh crap. Yeah. aliens.
0: And they did exactly what Basil said they did. He said that they, (laughs) uh, they like, what did he's like, they bored in underground. They
1: bored in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like he like, and they, they like, you know, built their base of operations and then grew out of it. And, and you didn't, he said it in a way that didn't sound literal, but Mm. like he meant it literally. (laughs) (laughs) which
1: i think oh cast yeah what 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 did you think of peter bradley in this movie david bradley david bradley
2: i mean you know it's filch like it's funny i was just like watching it it's the
1: first it's the first doctor (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: yeah yeah norman was like is that filch and i was like yep it sure is (laughs) (laughs)
1: um
0: yeah it's also interesting too as you get this first this sort of establishing shot of them looking up at like how far they've gone. You can actually see the young musketeers right here in the dark. Damn. They haven't been lit up yet, but they're, they're,
1: they're right there. That's great. Um, Which is uh pretty cool. And then, I mean, I can't, ima- I really, it's almost, it would be worth seeing this in the theater again, just to hear the booming voice of Bill Nighy with that digital filter over it. Mm-hmm. It sounded cool coming from your laptop. Yeah. Um, it's not uh, that you don't have a really good laptop.
0: Well, I, 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 there it wasn't coming out of the
1: laptop; it was coming out of my speakers. But, oh, okay, and even or, then, it sounded
0: actually no, it was coming out of our headphones. That we're <laughs> oh, that's
1: why it sounded so great because yeah. I've got my Beats by Dre headphones. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Uh, I saw it, you know, I saw this movie twelve times, and like,
1: yeah, it was never not awe inspiring. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's pretty fucking legendary. Yeah, the like Gary King jacket shrug yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i also like his look at andy of just like i can't fucking bl- i i'm just not gonna get this goddamn pine am my motherfucker <laughs> like he's just he's just like well all right i right, I'm to go deal with this shit i guess right <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so good like he's just so fucking fed up i've uh cast i've, I've compared him throughout this podcast to jack sparrow yeah yeah, and uh, and I feel like this is a big a big Jack Sparrow move. I can see that. Yeah. Just this booming, sure. omnipresent, godlike voice beckoning mm-hmm. you by name, and you're like, "Yep." Mm-hmm. I love all of the lights that come out of the blanks are are
0: shining to form
1: the network symbol. Oh, that's really cool. I don't think I've ever noticed that before.
0: Um, yeah, that is real cool. Um, I I I I just love the design of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the score of, uh, of this moment, like the, the sort of dreadful, like, yeah. like oh man, it's really good. And like the, the sort of like hum of like people of, of, of the, of the network being like Gary,
1: G-Gary,
0: Gary, Gary, yeah.
1: Gary, like all over And the I don't place. think I've noticed that going back to our theme of like so much of this, not really being able to be appreciated until you're watching it like a second or third time. Yeah, yeah, for to. sure. Um, it's, uh,
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's really cool.
1: So I want to talk to to you too, in particular about something, uh, uh, we're, we're the hosts of a podcast called the doctor's companion, uh-huh. uh, huh, where we talk about the doctor, uh, doctor who one doctor at a time
0: mm-hmm.
1: True. and, <laughs> and I don't know, this, this is also kind of like a drunken time Lord moment for me. Oh, oh yeah.
0: for sure. That's, that's how I. That's what, how I sold the goddamn movie to cast in the first place was yeah. like it's like if Edgar Wright directed a Doctor Who episode, mm-hmm. um, and, Which, and it makes like, me yeah.
2: it makes me wish that, when is that okay. even happening? Like I I want that I he's, don't know he's, but, he's British oh, I, like, oh God, like, yeah, damn God.
1: It. yeah all I want is like yeah drunk trash can doctor
0: all I all I want is for them to just say okay we're gonna do like this fun out of continuity thing. Um, or maybe it is in continuity since, like you now, know, now, now
1: now nothing matters as far as like continuity with uh, uh, different doctors and things like that. Apparently, um, the toy box ex- the yeah. toy box exploded, and now there is no toy box, and right. yet everything is a toy box.
0: Exactly. So <laughs> I would love if they if they did a like a mini season of mm-hmm. like six episodes, and it was like they just went to filmmakers, like genre filmmakers, and was like, make your perfect Doctor Who story. Yeah. Cast whoever you want, make the TARDIS look however you want, Mm -hmm. do whatever you want, um, but make it you, fully you, and just do one episode. Go to Peter Jackson, go to Edgar Wright, you know, like just go to like all of these, all of these uh, uh,
1: different filmmakers, different different storytellers,
0: writers, yeah, different writers, Yeah. yeah. I think that would be dope. I would. I would eat. I would love that season of that show. Yeah, it would be and, so awesome. And, and Simon Pegg
1: is like aging house music nineties doctor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um.
0: Anyway, yeah, I, I I agree with you, Cass. I think Edgar Wright should definitely direct an episode of Doctor Who. Um, the problem know, is that like,
2: like he's out of their price range. But like, come on. Yeah. Come on. And also the way it's that It's an he honor directs- of national
0: pride. And it's yeah. also the way that he directs things is difficult because he directs things yes. from such a story centric place mm-hmm. that I think he would need to also write the episode. Um, and then that starts to complicate. That's things, bonk. I yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah.
1: But yeah. then we start entering unprecedented territory. Right. Right. Which I'd be all for. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, it would be tough. It'd be a toughie.
0: Um, I also really like about this section, you know immediately preceding this, the fight between Gary and Andy, and specifically Gary going to pull, successfully pull that pint mm-hmm. of, of his final pint in the Golden Mile, um, that is this film's version of an all hope is lost moment. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. That is that is it. That's like, it's over. Like he, he A- Andy lost, Gary won. Gary's going to be an alcoholic forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right after that moment is when act three starts and the movie literally drops us into act three. Like we're now in act three of the movie and it like (laughs) physically takes us to act three. And I love that. I I just, there's something I I really, yeah, I really love when um, act breaks are done in a way that are like really obtuse Mm -hmm. you know um where it's who
1: frame roger rabbit
0: yeah right um or um cloverfield is another really good example Mm -hmm. of like you know he literally says what the movie's about and then the cloverfield monster roars and you're like oh are we in act two now like it's it's (laughs) it's like amazing like i i love that i love that um and so this is just another really good example of of, like, really, like, showing your structure, I guess.
1: And what I really appre- – and it kind of, cast, we were talking last week about how Gary is simultaneously the protagonist and the antagonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, his self-destruction is, like, itself – like, what his – like, he what he's doing is self-destructive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what he wants is actually what is bad for him. Right. So he's, like, his own antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> and so – him not so his highest point is or his like final last gasp is simultaneously his lowest point uh-huh. which yeah. is pulling the pint and even though the characters are in more danger than ever before it is simultaneously new hope yeah yes. like oh he didn't he didn't drink so there's still a little bit of hope left even though they're now hurtling towards the right. fucking belly of the beast <laughs> yeah
2: it was like a robot apocalypse happening <laughs>
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Hurtling down the doom S- hole, so just such a um, crazily <laughs> structured movie.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, 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 I love, I love, um, uh, you know, literalization of of structure, and and I love the way that this, you know, when you play with structure like that, where you're where you're doing a movie where your protagonist is also your antagonist. <laughs> I think it is important to really literalize your structure because it it's sort of it's sort of like shows the audience something familiar while they're watching something wholly unfamiliar.
1: Yeah. Or like, you know? I have no idea because you run the risk of something like this. The audience could be like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be wanting to happen right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so it's, uh, it's just, it's just really cool.
1: Um, so Cass, you watched this movie
0: for the first time just a few hours ago. Yes. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on the film?
2: Um, I enjoyed it. Um, it was really weird seeing like, uh, the Simon Pegg character and the Nick Frost characters like reversed, like, like mm-hmm. seeing, seeing Nick Frost as like an, a competent adult was like really weird. Uh-huh. Um, also he's hot in this movie. I'm sorry. But like, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Like no nonsense,
1: dad. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: yeah. yeah and also uh, like the ass yes oh sure it's, yeah it's yeah. really
2: weird just like chubby barbarian but also like dad bod nick frost
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like aged aged rugby star yeah
2: that yeah. was yeah. really uh really complicated it was a really like complicated list of things i never knew that i wanted um, <laughs> nice. but no i i liked it i i think i don't know i guess i have to watch this again um Mm -hmm. I still, I still think Hot Fuzz is my favorite. For sure, we
1: we we talked last week about how Hot Fuzz is just so committed. It's like it's like engineered in a lab to make you feel joy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it it's hard to fight that. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to yeah. It is. Um, it is for sure. And this movie is kind of engineered in a lab to make you feel difficult, conflicted, uneasy feelings.
2: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's really funny, (laughs) and and I I I like all of the 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 juxtaposition of these like four like middle-aged dudes like catching up and being like oh yeah you know like high school and then like this train wreck of a human's just like okay we're doing this um was really funny like
1: if an American it'd be like if in like an American reunion they had to like stop a robot apocalypse
2: yeah yeah yeah. um I really enjoyed Martin Freeman um because he's good in whatever he's in but yeah I I I I enjoyed it it was uh I'm glad I finally watched it (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it, it is such an interesting movie in terms of like not giving you, it, it's like the perfect, it's like the epitome of a movie, uh, giving you what you need and not necessarily what you want. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, you know, and it's, and, and I think that I do think that the more you watch it, the more it rewards that. And mm-hmm. um, whereas hot
1: fuzz is like, Mad, almost magic. It's like an everlasting gobstopper. It's right, like magically as fun as it was the first time. Every yeah. time, every time. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy in that way.
2: I think um, like
1: uh, the, the,
0: thing, the world's ends a grower. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing about it though, like, because Gary is such a not likable character from the get go, and it's sure. it's hard for me sometimes to like watch something where I'm I'm not like. I guess rooting for this guy at least a little bit, right? Because he's mm-hmm. such
1: a creep for so much. Yeah, of Yeah, he's movie. such an asshole.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I'm. I'm really glad but, like, I think I would have liked it a lot less if if Gary like ended up with um, uh, what's her name, Rosamund oh, Sam. Pike's character. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Sure. Uh,
2: but I'm
1: yeah. So I was glad that didn't that, the, that the movie. Yeah, that the movie never, it for a second, entertained that thought as, like, something that could happen. Right. Yeah. Is welcome. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, it's literally just showing – she's just another character that's being used to show how much they've all grown out of Gary.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. how reality is refusing to fit Gary's mold, where, like, right. Sam is just this adult that has a life going on that has nothing to do with Gary. Yeah. And – doesn't has it hasn't thought about him very much since 1990. Right?
0: <laughs> she say anything about me? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I think that's why, like you know, Gary being an unlikable person um, doesn't bother me. Is because like everyone is just constantly putting him in his place. Like yeah. throughout this movie, it's just like every single character is just like, yeah. Gary, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, and I, I just, I really like, like every time he goes like too far, like he gets
1: slapped sometimes literally. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it, whereas a lot of stories with like unlikable male leads seem to be at times, like, does the thing understand that this is not a good, that he's not a good person. Right. And I think, I think the movie, Really, definitely, kind of deals with that. Yeah, and has fun with that. I think that might be another reason why
0: um, so many guys, specifically, um, don't like this movie is because they are they probably saw themselves in Gary and they're like, "Wait, he's the bad guy." Just let him have his beer. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like you know, he's not a Jack Sparrow type. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, there is, there is, there is a, there is a, there, there definitely is a um, Venn diagram with a lot of lap. Mm -hmm. overlap there but the the difference is that at ultimately jack sparrow is a hero he like freed all those slaves and shit like that Mm -hmm. off camera off camera um but (laughs) but on on the other on the other hand gary doesn't really have any redeeming qualities you know he's just like no sometimes
1: an asshole is just an asshole there may be an underlying issue as to why yeah and but (laughs) and like his his At his actions have such dire consequences for himself, whereas like for everyone, for everyone around him, yeah, definitely. You whereas Jack Sparrow, by the time you get to that last one, the movie is kind of like, no, look, he's still, he's still, he's still forty,
0: yeah, and he's he's basically (laughs) Mister Magoo. It's
1: fine, yeah.
0: (laughs) He's he's Mister. He gets in a lot of trouble, uh, but he never dies. He's always
1: safe. Everything's fine, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mister Mister Gibbs. Will never like you've gone too far, Jack. (laughs) Yeah. I can't follow you no more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh uh
0: but yeah, I think I think it's I think it's great that they chose to tell a story with a character this unlikable and then the arc of the character is basically to be like, yeah, no, you caused so many problems for so many people. You literally ended the world. Mm-hmm. But like, there's no, and there's no making up for that. You, you, he doesn't get to make up for that. There's no redemption in Gary King. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get to redeem himself. All he can do is just move forward, um, and, and recognize what he did and understand what he did and, but he can't make amends for it. He can't fix it. He just has to keep moving forward, you know, Mm. um, and I and I and I love that. And I and I love that the movie is like, yeah, we're not going to redeem him, but we are going to let him have a second chance with his friends in the form of these blanks. Yeah, these blank versions of them. Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. There isn't like a, a Super Mario Brothers movie ending mm-hmm. where Andy like busts the door and it's like, Gary, mm-hmm. come on, I found the core. We have to. We can do that. We can still save the world. Yeah.
0: Nothing. No. It doesn't. It doesn't give them that. You know. It's. Um. It's sort of a a a movie that is um. I, I, I don't know how else to describe it than optimistic through its cynicism.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or finding, yeah, yeah. Finding optimism through perhaps hopelessness. Yeah. Yeah. Or fatalism. Right, right. Um, Where it's
0: like, yeah, it's, it's over. There's no coming back from it, but. Yeah.
1: We can make the most most of it. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not, it doesn't go as far as nihilism. Right. Where it's like, it doesn't matter because you're going to die. Right. It's like, no, it does matter because like, that's what life is, is like what, who we are to ourselves and who we are to other people. Right. And like the connections and like fighting through bad times to just for the sake of seeing, of being in those good times when they come again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That struggle is worth it. I think that's what the movie kind of comes to. Yeah. But offering no like rose colored, like, no, it's the apocalypse. Yeah. No, it's, it's over. It's yeah. done. There's, there's no technology. <laughs> Nothing.
2: I will say um, that they're like, in the
0: dark ages again.
2: It was really, um, I don't know. It was, it was a weird movie to watch during quarantine. Uh,
0: <laughs> for sure. For the first time. It's a weird movie to break down
1: by minute in quarantine. As yes. Quarantine yes. I, can, I can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, but, but how, how was that for you though?
2: Um, no, I mean, like, it was, um, it was enjoyable. Like I wasn't ever like Bert, like bogged down by it. Cause it, it is really mm-hmm. good at just keeping like the pace is really good. Um, it just keeps going. So, and I, I like mm-hmm. that. It, I like that. It was so short. You guys, like it was less yeah. than two hours. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's kind <sighs> of
1: the only way Like yeah, the movie has so much on its plate. It's great that it knows that it has to like be brisk and have yeah. a, a fun ride with it.
0: Mm-hmm yeah um, but yeah we're here in act uh, in act three in the in the the, the blank basement um, mm. and it's uh, I don't like that for some reason huh you don't like that it just creeped me out <laughs> the, the blank basement <laughs> yeah yeah. I mean it's not it's not a great place to be no I mean it's
2: I mean it is really creepy welcome, welcome to, to the guys
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's pretty creepy for sure. We should do this on Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if
0: only. Um, all right. Well, any other uh, thoughts on the movie as a whole, or anything before we uh, move on to tomorrow's minute?
2: Um, I don't know. I guess I was surprised at how much I liked it. I was worried I was going to hate it, and then <laughs> I was going to come on oh. here and <laughs> be like. You guys, this
1: movie wasn't good. But uh- <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no,
0: yeah. I, you know, I, it's interesting. Um, I've I have found that um, women, in particular, who uh, I guess in particular who don't care for the other two films in the Cornetto trilogy, probably because it's just like a little too broy for them or something. Um, you know, like like I know Preethi, our, our mutual friend Preethi, she hasn't guested on this particular show, but mm-hmm. she doesn't like Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz, but mm-hmm. she loves The World's End. Interesting. I didn't think I knew that. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I know that um, Julietta Colas is, is the mm-hmm. same, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, another mutual friend of, of Nick and I's. Um, yeah. It, it, so I do find that aspect of it kind of interesting. And I don't know if it's just like there's – if it's just like the emotional reality of these, of the, of these guys' friendships mm-hmm. is what's um, pulling them in yeah. or, or w- what it is, or the fact I that think, it's not.
2: I think it's because they don't reward him for being an asshole. Like yeah. he, he mm-hmm. gets, he, he, he gets what he deserves, you know, like yeah. he, he does get a second chance, but like it's, it's at the cost of like the literal apocalypse. So, um, right. Like, watching this in comparison to, like, doing Scott Pilgrim minute by minute, like... Sure. This... They, what happens to Gary, like, not... It, I mean, com- like, it's a completely different movie, obviously. But, like, Scott Pilgrim is such an asshole. And, like, I wish that he yeah. gets some of, yeah. like, of, like, comeuppance or whatever. Like,
1: I don't know. Sure, yeah. Like, Scott Pilgrim is, Scott Pilgrim is such a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And such a fairy tale. That like nothing that Scott really does, and he does some pretty heavy stuff. Like, you know, like he he has uh, he cheats on girls, he Mm -hmm. goes out with a 17 year old, and he's Mm -hmm. 22, 23. Mm -hmm. And like the movie pays lip service to like, you know, like Stephen and Stephen and Kim will be like, that's really creepy, Scott, but Mm -hmm. it's not really taken seriously. Yeah, Stephen never thinks it's creepy. No, see, see, Stephen's really cool with it. Yeah. Yeah uh like yeah it's occasionally brought up but it's never and then like the infidelity or it also is kind of like washed over Mm -hmm. through the 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 filter of the movie of it just being like a fun video game fairy tale right right
0: i i i almost think that the world's end is like a low-key reckoning yeah reckoning or or um response to some of the criticism hurled at at scott Pilgrimers of the world Mm. um and then i think that baby driver is a response to um the the audience reaction to the world's end which was that like i think edgar wright could see that outside of film critics and in a certain handful of people Mm -hmm. the majority of people who went and saw this movie did not get it Mm-hmm. And it just kind of flew over their head, and so I wonder if Baby Driver wasn't a response to that, and in, in, in by being like, okay, I'm going to make something really simple. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make something that like you can't. That's impossible not to yeah. understand. This guy is a jacket with sunglasses on. Yes, um, this is going to be a two-hour music video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there is. His name is Baby. He's going to drive cars real fast in a real neat way. Um, and, uh, and it dances a little hard out and everything's going to look real cool and nice. And, uh, no and, one has a real name, right? And no one has a real name that you have to remember. It doesn't <sighs> matter. You can call him Jamie Foxx. It doesn't matter. I'm so Nothing sad matters. that I'm
2: never going to watch that movie again. Like, yeah, it, it makes me so I, yeah, sad. Me
0: too. I know me too. I, you know, and, and I like that movie for what it is, but yeah. it definitely has a lot more in common with Scott Pilgrim. Um, than it does with this. Mm-hmm. Whereas I wonder if his new movie last night in Soho is going to have more in common with this, with like lots of layers and yeah. like him attempting to make a film
1: more raw quote, unquote, again. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Um, and you know what? The thing that's fucked up is he did that. He was like, Oh, I'll, I'll just make a, I'll make a more simple story. And you know what? Work like gangbusters. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah. That yeah. movie was his biggest success. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know he has yet to make a, a movie that is that seemed to be like a waste of his time or my time.
0: Right. You know. That's true. That's true. Um hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Uh there are there there are a few irons he has in the fire that I'm afraid of being one of those. Mm-hmm. Um but uh he hasn't made anything yet. Yeah. That that has felt that way. <laughs> um, which is great. Um all right.
1: Well, yeah. Scott Pilgrim's a piece of shit. He sure is. <laughs> And uh, and we have a lot. Uh, we have a lot of other podcasts here at Dueling Genre. We have Lord of the Rings Minute, which is wrapping up, uh,
2: wrapping up ish. It's at the beginning yeah. of the I end. Mean,
1: relative. <laughs> yeah, relative. <Yes. laughs> relatively it's wrapping it'll up. It'll be it's done like, this you know, year. It yeah. will be done this year. It's like when you're reading like an 800 page book, and you're like, oh, I've got like uh, like 200 pages left. That's uh-huh. like all That's like a. That's like one small novel. Yeah, <laughs> almost there. Yep. And I can't wait! <laughs> I can't wait to see. It. Sounds like she's on the verge of tears. <laughs> but it'll be worth it. You've got some cool. You, you've got some cool stuff coming up. You've got some cool guests coming up that people yeah. should be excited about. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And I'm coming up. Yeah, yeah, you're coming up. You it's, better get the party started.
2: <laughs> it's just really weird that I think about the fact that that podcast is older than my marriage. So <laughs> it's like going to be. Really, really, weird. Yeah, we started it before we got yeah.
0: married. Oh man. It's, uh, it, it, it is, you know, one of our most popular podcasts on the network. So if you like Lord of the Rings and, uh, and you haven't checked the show out, um, I highly recommend everybody to do it because I, people love this show. I mean, people love Lord of the Rings Minute. The people who love it really love it. Yeah. Um, It's really nice. World's End. Yeah. So, so, uh, so check that out because I think, um, I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's a great show, I think you Thank guys you. uh I, I yeah, I think you guys make a really entertaining show um i mean i I admittedly dropped off because I'm not as familiar with Lord of the Rings, yeah sure. um also other you're things. like you've uh, done
2: like three other movies in the time that we've
0: like <laughs> yeah <or did> I... <laughs> yeah I have
2: at least uh six no I,
0: I don't th- know I think it's I think it's yeah, no, I think this is my sixth season that I've done in the time that you've done three,
2: yeah, so two and a half. Yep. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, um but anyway check out lord of the rings minute i highly recommend it thank you it's terrific yes it very very much is
1: and uh yeah we'll be back tomorrow with minute 90 89
2: 89 <laughs> 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 but for now just, just
1: kidding let's move it <laughs>